Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 232. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 37 years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. So Zlek has moved to the raft and has swung both his swords, each of them striking Henrik in the legs. Henrik doesn't get his sword down fast enough to deflect them. So the raft is officially under attack. It's Hepa's turn, and Zlek is medium range from you. And Heinrich is medium range as well? Yeah, the raft is medium range. We could try to heal him at range, but that might be... That's an idea. You could move up to short range. That means going into the reeds. Assuming that's everybody. That is true. Healing would be primal. Yeah. If you do that, you should probably move up a range. Yeah. Move up to short range. The reeds are bad terrain. To get through them costs two maneuvers. Okay. So yeah, then I can just do that, be short range. What's the default range on healing? It might be engaged. engaged. You can add ranges with extra difficulty. So it would be too purple to do it. Yeah, so I'll take the two maneuvers. Hopefully nothing strikes me down. And then I'm closer in case these guys need medical. That is true. Okay, so Hepa has sloshed into the reeds and stuff. You've got like river water and and muck and things up to your knees. Mm -hmm. But you are like at the edge of where the clear water is. So you're short range from this raft. Right. It is going to be two purples for the distance. The GM is upgrading this because magic going wrong sounds like a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) And you're using your primal skill. Yeah, primal. Because healing runes don't do healing. Would you like to upgrade? I think I would. Because stuff going right sounds like a good thing. But I just triumphed. I didn't succeed. One advantage and a triumph. If you had already suffered strain, you could heal one if you wanted. But you end your turn taking two more strain from the spell. Yeah, I'll just, because I had one strain from before, I'll just heal it with that advantage. And then, but yeah, so I triumph, but I don't succeed. So with a heal. I'm open to ideas. Just healing an extra, like, strain doesn't really sound like anything exciting. Like triumph or the, yeah. Well, could I have some other effect on Heinrich that is related to heal? Could you, like... Boost him up a little bit, boost his strength when he wants to... Like, maybe I accidentally did an augment instead. Yeah. So, if you want to approach it that way, we can say, essentially, you upgrade Heinrich's attack, and we can actually, like, have him make an attack roll. I think that'd be good. Yeah, that sounds like that makes okay. sense. Maybe um, I just gave him a little bit of fear of boost or something. Yeah. adrenaline, like... Yeah. It's the end of the round. Would you like to have that happen now? We'll have Henrik go. Henrik? Heinrich? His name is Henrik. Henrik is going to attack Zlek. Oh. But in melee, he's got all kinds of defensiveness. Zlik has three black dice of defense. Ooh, boy. Because he's a slithery... Fellow with two swords. Slithery fellow with two swords. He also has adversary. And then there's an extra black die for Zlek, because Zlek is half underwater compared okay. to Henrik. So, so it's so like, like he has cover. It's like, yeah, the target is decreased. Okay. 
and Henrik has two yellows and a green Normally. as his melee skill. But Hepa has upgraded that, so it's three yellows now. There's a lot of black dice here. Could go poorly for you guys, even if he hits. Seriously, he could fall in the water. Or, Did you want to try to upgrade him with a story point? There's Is one story point available. I, just, I was hoping to keep him out of the water. That was... We might as well. Let, let's do it. Let's okay. Another green die. You upgrade with a story point, giving him an extra green die. This guy does not know how much we're pulling for him. <laughs> it's a failure with no threats. Okay. I'm going to spend a jam story point. Not to knock Henrik off the raft. The human criminals on the raft unclip their carabiners, which is what attaches the raft to the rope that goes across the river. Okay. So what you had said might happen is indeed now happening, mm-hmm. which is that the raft is now flowing downriver. Okay. So the raft is now a moving thing and is not going to continue onto your shore without intervention. I have a plan. And they don't know they're heading straight to our caravan. Just send mate to warn them and they can head them off. We'll get them from three sides. I have a plan. <laughs> that caravan is quite a ways down the river and likely not going to be reached in the time span of this combat. Okay. You have a plan, though. New round. We are at the top of a round. Yes. And that's when all my strain hits. I will send mate out, who is good at tying knots. Okay. So you want me essentially, like, kind of, like, as soon as you see that unclipping happen, to, so like, like, tie it back together? Tie it back in and reclip it in or whatever the... Okay. Clipping might not be his strong point. Right. But Nate could act fast enough to, like... He could. He can get there fast enough. Reattach. Yeah. I will allow this. And he has been shown to tie knots. It is a well-documented feature of this magpie skill set. And um, I believe he uses coordination I think that. that is correct, yes. He has not so many ranks in coordination. Just mechanically, Trick will take his shot at the Naga first. In case I get some advantages, I can pass to Nate. Oh, okay. That's very generous of you. Sorry, but you get none of them. That's fine. All I've been doing is magic failure. Still uh, not the ma- magic support. And I will spend strain so I can take an extra maneuver to aim. To shoot the Naga. One defense. One level of adversary. I am spending a story point to give another red die. Okay. And is he engaged with Henrik and this is an issue? Or like he's half out of the water and it's not an issue? He is engaged with Henrik because you could hit Henrik's legs. The part of the Naga that is out of water is awfully close to Henrik. Point. That's a good point. So another upgrade then. Yes. That is a miss. Three threats. Three threats is enough for you to suffer. <laughs> for you to suffer. An inconvenience. Yeah. All right, Trick. I need you to roll. Oh, because I'm the one in the water, so you're not. It's not cuttlefish, but it could be muds. I guess so. I'm up by the scrambly mm-hmm. trees. Or yes. You Rogue woeses. <laughs> but like narratively, you take a step forward to yeah. light your shot. You're not worried about being hidden anymore. That is true. You're sending mate up and out. So you step forward and onto a nest of mud crawlers. No, I have a plan for that later too. Or at least a quip about it later. Uh, so what I would like is for you to roll an attack coming at you. That is two yellows. Okay. Uh, this is a ranged attack. How far? Short range? Short range, yeah. Okay. You've, you've stepped on them. That is a successful hit with one threat. That is five damage Okay. coming that. at you. They don't have enough to activate their disorient, though. Yep. So, it, but none of the mud hits you in the face. There were rocks in that. <laughs> so, 
Chick takes a step forward. Some, like, splurk of earth. Which may be what throws off your shot. Maybe, yeah. That's what Trick will say. And suddenly pelting. And there's this, like, this, like, arm blob. Yeah, it looks kind of like this, like, pile of mud that, like, mounds up and has, like, sort of features in it. And then, like, a sort of appendage does a wind-up and, like, slings part of itself, it looks like, up at you. You step kind of, like, on a nest of them, so there was, like, a few of them kind of around you. It's like a minion group. I hear you. I'll show you a stick in the mud. They're like, hey, man, <laughs> um, get out of our nest. But they're not, like, entering initiative or anything right, like right. that. Right, They just, they take a swing at you, take a step back. Uh, but mate does not get a bonus, sadly. Oh, but now there's more story points available. How hard is it for mate to tie this back on? How hard is it to tie a thing back on? I think in normal circumstances, the tying would be like a one purple check, but this is not like two ropes are just sitting on a table. They unclipped something and mate has to swoop in and like scoop that up, you know, and get it back on the line. Probably what mate will actually do is scoop it up and tie it to the next line. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I was thinking. So it'll be still stuck there. But yeah. Which will actually send the raft heading back towards its original side. One of the lines, the lines go in a particular direction? I thought they just like hand over hand. The lines are diagonally arranged. Oh, oh, and they're both going downward. They're, yes. I see. To so take advantage of the, of the current. Okay, that makes more sense. But let's see if he succeeds. So I think normally it would be one purple. So I think this is a two purple difficulty. I think that's fair. I'm not going to upgrade. I'll do upgrade. Trick calls out a call for tying knots, which is, my bird, my bird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he understands what tie knots means. But that's, but, uh, that's but, what he says when he's... But he you was... are making, like, a bird, bird word noises. Bird word noises, yes. My bird, my bird. That's just and, encouraging. And it's like, I know what not means. Flies off. <laughs> <laughs> One success. Mate to the rescue. He's the the most useful person here. Mate swoops in, grabs the rope that was just let drop. What's going on at the raft at this point is people are coming now out of the cargo thing. Like, clearly there's fighting going on. Henrik was just injured and and stuff. So they're all coming out, and the the two criminals on the raft have to contend with knots in the beard and Tomas. He's the scary one of all three of those guys. And nobody's paying attention to that rope, right? They unclipped it and they're whatever. Done. Mate swoops in. All of a sudden there's like a jerk as the raft like stops being yanked downriver. Picks it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mate is able to actually like clip the carabiner back in. Okay. But yes, the raft does like float underneath that rope. Probably kind of like catches on it a little bit, like because the wagon and the rope and I don't know exactly how high things are compared to each other. Yeah. And it floats a little bit past, but then it's pulled taut by what Mate has reattached. And Mate calls out to everyone on the raft, Stupid! Stupid! <laughs> yes. And that's this round? No, that's my That's, that's your turn. That's the beginning of the round? That's, that's the beginning fun. of the round. It's time for Zlek. Zlek has taken some damage from arrow fire, but not an unbearable amount. And he has his two human accomplices on the raft other people have poured out now was well, that part of the bargain i suppose i'd have to make a negotiation check for that Zlek is not ready to like call this off yet though 
Because as far as he knows, their targets might still be yeah. in the wagon. Yeah, yeah. Henrik is already injured. Question is, does he try to take out Henrik, or is he concerned that there is now a mage present? This guy is a melee fighter, so is it that he can take the knocks from Henrik? That's not a big deal. Whereas a mage, like in the game, your defenses don't matter against magic here. They obviously do. I feel like a mage is a bigger threat. A mage looks like a bigger threat. Exactly. A mage is interpreted as a bigger threat. And it's like you don't know what the scale of their powers are. Especially if they let him in the wagon. He must be pretty powerful. Yes, Given that Knots and the Beard are the other people yes. coming out. <laughs> yeah. This whoosh man tests out with like a dashing like sword. The Beard hops out with a giant axe. And this unassuming looking mage. Oh yes, I'm just in my brown burlap sack here with my tiny... He doesn't even have a staff! <laughs> he doesn't need a staff! <laughs> so... Swim! Swim for the shoals! So it's not that he's going to flee from a mage. It's that he's going to dive under the raft and come up on the other side. Where Tomas is not expecting to be attacked. Alright, Tomas. I believe he has two purple dice. Tomas gets one defense from his robes. Alright, because robes offer no soak. You'll just get murdered. But you can't quite tell where they are under there. They're so voluminous. You could get caught in their flowiness. Tomas does not have adversary. Three yells in the green is the attack against two purples and a black. Okay. You spend a maneuver to get over there, right? Yeah. Okay. I am not... You don't need to murder Tomas right now. Yeah, I'm not spending that story point. Tomas is going to get murdered anyway. Or horribly injured. Three successes. A triumph and a threat. Oh, God. Three successes is six damage. Tomas has two soak. So two hits of four damage. Okay. He is not murdered. But he does get me. He takes eight points of damage, and he takes a crit. 91. Oh uh, my goodness, 91 at the brink. Everything takes a strain. Two strain. Two strain? Oh, oh my gosh. That's especially bad for a magic user. And it's especially bad for a rival magic user, where strain is wound. I don't Once understand how long. magic users can function as rivals. They're just like burning themselves up. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably not It's not that common that a magic user would be. Would be a rival. Yeah. Um, okay, but for our narrative purposes here, yes, at the brink. He just suffered grievous cuts uh-huh. from this he double... bleeding out. He is... Standing. Not standing anymore. He's not knocked down. No, he's like kind of collapsed leaning sort of against the wagon... Throw him back in the wagon. We'll patch him up when you guys get to the We'll just make a pile of nagas and mages, and I'll just go through. Why do we need the nagas? Because they're alive. Are they? They're creatures. Okay. I haven't decided if they're people or not, but we're not murderers. No, we're mercenaries. Uh, It's your turn, Heba. So how far... You try to heal some Oz. Short range. Everybody on that raft is short range because you already moved up there. That's true. Okay. And Tomas is alone on the other side with the Naga? He's not alone. Okay. Probably, like, at this point in time, either Knots or the Beard is, like, moving to deal with the Naga. Okay. It's just the Naga surfaced, and, like, before anybody knew where he was going to come up, right. he strikes at Tomas, and then okay. one of these guys is, is alert enough to spin around to do something. But you were watching this from, like, panoramic view. Right. So I can at least see that it's not like nobody knows he's over there fighting the thing. Yeah, I'm going to try to heal Tomas this time. So your short range is two purples. 
You have a story point if you want it. Yeah, I think he could use it. That's everything? You haven't taken any maneuvers. If you do want to aim, you can do that. Also, this is the fourth round? So you took all that strain yeah, from... Yeah, I already took this. Okay, yeah. just make sure. If you want to aim, you can. Yes. I do succeed. And one advantage, so I can use that for my... You can use that to deal with your old strain. Yeah, my strain. You will still spend two strain for the healing. Yeah, we'll just take it off the end. How many successes did you have? Four. It heals one wound per success. Okay. I think I can second wind it. This is definitely the experience for the knowledge. Okay. Good point. So you reach across the space between and tell Tomas's cells to get to work. And... Tomas's slices begin mending themselves back together. Yeah, I don't. Probably the first thing that happens with the magic healing is coagulation. Things like his robes were starting to be drenched by blood, and like that blood is is now all drying and stuff. Okay. New round. Not new round. Well, I know we weren't like having every single NPC around have a slot, but I feel like somebody on that raft can take a hit at the Naga at this point. You feel like it's the beard at this point, or? Because Henrik, we know, is on the other side of the raft. Henrik is on the other side of the raft, but actually I I am interested in, like, a vigilance off between Knots and the Beard to see, like, Ooh. essentially which one gets there first. I, that sounds like a competitive thing they would do. Yeah. So I would like each of you to roll for me, please. Okay. Who's taking Knots and who's taking the Beard? I'll take Knots. I'll take the Beard. For some reason, the Beard feels like yours. Well, I guess you were the one who sparred with him, and you sat chatting with Knots. Yeah. Um, so you're each rolling two yellows and a green. Wow, can you imagine? <laughs> that's, that's absolutely insane. So vigilant. 2.3 with a triumph. Ugh. Three. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I let you win. <laughs> All right, I think I know how this can play out. So Knots does get there first. So Knots is going to roll, and I guess you're rolling for Knots. Mm-hmm. The difficulty pool against... Zlek is four blacks, and it's going to be two reds. I'm going to spend a story point. That's the difficulty. Knots is rolling three yellows and a green. And now I want you to add an extra purple to that difficulty, because Knots has two swords, and he's using them both. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. He's going to take a, a maneuver here and throw away that extra purple die. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a maneuver? Okay. He is a dual wielder. Right. He gets to throw away a die of difficulty. Okay. It costs him maneuver to do so. Okay. Nice. And he still has to have the advantages to make the second one hit. He does need the advantages. Okay. No advantages, but okay. two successes. Okay, so only one hit, and that's going to be eight damage. It's not a bad hit. We're now into the next round. All right. Professor said that things may have cooled down a bit now that, like, Knots is in, but Celeste can very easily just... Dip down in the water, escape. Come back out. Escape back. or come back up again, like some Hit other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much a submarine warfare situation. Very much so. I could try another, maybe a terrain altering thing. What would you do? On, like, making the water choppy is only bad for our people, though. I don't know how deep the river is. Deep enough to need a ferry. Could you freeze them in place? That doesn't actually help, but I like the idea. So, something that would narratively freeze him in place would in practice be an attack spell yeah. that has ensnare. Something like a bramble thing. It wouldn't have to be brambles. You can cast through the runes. Runes can do attacks also. Yeah, let's try that. So ensnare then is going to be adding the ice 
quote unquote effect. Yeah. Which just adds a dive difficulty. You are short range away. So it's two. And he has adversary. And he has one range defense. What so is that? So that adds a black. Okay. And he is engaged with an ally, so there is going to be an extra upgrade. Which means another purple turns red. Okay. I'm doing runes. So you're getting lots of dice because you're very smart and runes is intelligence based. Yeah. And this is going to cost you one extra strain more than it normally does. Because of because the rune? Because that is a feature of the rune you are using. Unless I am mistaken. Cast as a maneuver instead of an action. Cost a spell is plus one strain. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you're doing this as a maneuver. These runes are tricky. Yes. The runes are all very unique and distinct. So it's a trade-off here. You get to do it as a maneuver, but it costs extra strain. So I can still shoot. So yes. you can still separately do another attack. All right, let's see what I do here. So this is let's, as a maneuver. Let's see if I get stung by a okay. cuttlefish. A triumphant success and two advantages. How much damage are you doing? It's a rune spell, so your attribute is intelligence. So four. Four plus your number of successes. Just one, five. Okay, so five, so that... <laughs> Puts him exactly at wounds, which means he's not out. So you can spend either two advantages or a triumph to entangle him. I could use a crit and entangle him. You absolutely could. And you have two ranks of lore? Yes. So it's going to be two rounds that he's entangled. Okay. So two rounds in which he cannot move, which means he cannot be diving under the raft and coming up somewhere else. Right. He is close enough to the raft that he's not being washed away by the river. But if somebody dislodges him, then he will get washed away and not be able to do anything about it. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm trying to decide if I should just heal the strain now or just not do like my actual action. Problem would be just if I roll a bunch of despairs. There is that. You can spend your second maneuver to do an aid another. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, then I'll do that. Instead of healing, I'll do the crit and the entangle with the two okay. advantages. Because I think I could just get myself into more trouble doing an actual action than I can do so, an eight and yeah, number another there. instead. Okay. So you have taken three strain from your casting, but you have done a crit on Zlek here. 40. Stinger! Increase the difficulty of the target's next check by one. Ooh, that's good. So I don't know what I did. A rock? Throw a rock, I guess? So you're doing runic magic. I can suggest something if you mm -hmm. like. This is a, a rune that is geared towards haste. Right. So I think you could have done, like, essentially made, like, a whirlpool. Like, the water starts spinning really fast around him. Yeah, that sounds good. I like it. But somehow I didn't catch the raft in it. Oh, the raft's tied down. Yeah. That's Hepa's turn. It is his turn. He can't move away. He takes a swing. He is engaged with knots. Knots just hit him real bad. But I'm doing aid to another, so you would be the next person, right? Is that, or do I have to uh, name you, the person? You pick a person. So if you want to pick Drake, you pick Drake. I think that makes sense. Okay. You're probably near me would be the easiest. Uh, did you want to play Zlek? These Nagas aren't really getting any help from their human compatriots, I noticed. I mean, there's probably fighting going on, so that we can't see. Yeah, like, I mean, Henrik and those two humans. <laughs> from the Nagas' perspective, he's getting no help. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat Trick. So the Naga is going to attack Knots. Yep. The difficulty starts at red-purple, because Knots has adversary. The Naga's difficulty is increased by one, because... Oh, the stinger? The, the critical? The stinger. Yep. The Naga's difficulty is increased by one, 
because Zlek is using two swords. Yep. And then the next thing that happens is the difficulty is increased by one again, and the reason for that is the beard. Ooh. You didn't get the beard there fast enough to take the first blow, but his arm with the shield on it got there fast enough. Oh, he's got, like, shield wall? He's got bodyguard. And, and he had a triumph, a... didn't he? He had a triumph, yeah, yeah. That adds a difficulty? So the oh. bodyguard, it costs the person who has it strain. Okay. But you can choose one of your allies who's engaged with you mm. and increase the difficulty of attacks on them. That's cool. It only lasts for one round because he's only got one rank of it. But because you got the triumph on that thing, we're letting yeah. his bodyguard thing be active here. That makes sense. Normally it costs you maneuver to activate it. So hitting Knots is going to be formidable, <laughs> which will just make Knots look even cooler to you. Does Knots have defensive? Knots has two defense from two swords. <laughs> Would you like to spend a story point? I will spend a story point on Zlek's side so that he has four yellows against... It's not bad. Purple, red, and two All right, let's see how this goes. Nazis are in chainmail. He'll be fine. I mean, look, if Tomas took a hit. Ooh. He hits with three threats. Two successes. It's not going to be a ton of damage. That only does a little damage. Only two gets through. But twice. No, he oh. doesn't. Oh, he, he doesn't spends need. the strain. Strain, which is starting to rack up. Tell me about it. So, Nats takes two hits. Ding, ding. But he is wearing uh, sturdier clothes than the Tomas, so they're they are minor. There's three threats on this though. Um, a cuttlefish. <laughs> <laughs> Summoned by the whirlpool. It's a Sharknado. That's what shark. <laughs> I think actually one of his swords goes flying. Gets like, like parried away. Yeah. Well, probably it's the shield actually. Oh, yeah. Like so in the fighting that's going on. The beard and Knots are like back to back on this raft. Knots is dealing with the Naga down in the water. The beard is dealing with one of these criminal guys who is going to end up a stain. So the beard is, he's got his axe and he's fighting this guy and he's got his shield behind him like blocking for Knots. Yeah, so he like (laughs) swings the shield down and like sends one of the swords flying. I like it. And it's your turn. Oh. This Naga is at his wound level. He is immobilized and stuck on this part of the raft that he's at. Yeah, how can I get Mate to finish him off? He still has plenty of strain, so... Mate does have a proper attack. If you want Mate to attack. If he thinks he can do it. You should shoot first, though, because wouldn't the kill shot be great for you? I mean, yeah, but having Mate take him out... Well, Hepa passed the blue die, didn't she? She did. I don't know if that would apply to Mate. Okay. I can. I mean, if it counts for you or me, I'm happy to aid me somehow. And Trick will like use his action to even like help make target. Do you want to aid another on him too? Yeah. Okay, so you're doing aid another. I'm doing aid another. And you are. Trick's not taking a shot this round. Yeah, it is. So oh. you're doing aid another, and you're spending maneuver for mate to do stuff, and mate is going to attack. Yeah, I forgot how bad he was. <laughs> does he do any damage? He does three damage if he hits. Like, sure that's you not shoot this guy, you're really good. If it's he... way more fun if... <laughs> I can always shoot him next round. <laughs> if mate's attacks are plus three, then if he does damage, he will get through. The problem is he only has one bra. Oh. Well, and he's going up against a ridiculous number of black dice. Yeah, yeah. Good news, though, he lost a sword, so his defensive is down one. Hang on, let me think about this for a second. <laughs> I forgot about all those defensive qualities. It'd be three of these. 
plus and this. a red and a purple. Let me show you mate's base attack. One yellow. Stormcrow would be green, which is actually like not the worst thing. That's an almost balanced pool. The other thought was like if he got the swoop and was able to knock him down, then he's not latched onto the bow, right? That is true. If you swoop with enough advantages to do knockdown, he will float away. Which that would be another yellow die. That does only one damage. That's what I'm really fishing for. Advantages. And it's hoping for advantages. It's hoping for advantages. I think no. Instead of hoping for successes. The straight claws and beak action. Okay. Is what we need here. And it just it is what it is. If he gets it, that's great. If not, you know that happens. Maybe he has his lucky red hair. He's got a little ribbon on him. No, no, beard's hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> he like comes swooping down, and the beard's like not today. Uh, and then he goes for the yeah. yeah. Trick will say go for the scalp. <laughs> is a failure. But there's a triumph. There's a triumph. So you can make him drop what he's holding. Which is, Which is the sword. Yeah. So like, it doesn't have to be the sword though. He's like, held on the raft. He's essentially like caught with the raft. I mean, he's a snake, right? He's got like okay. a tail. In some fashion, he had latched himself onto this raft. So right, that... Nate knows how to hunt. He goes for the tail. Yeah. And he makes him drop the, or like in swooping, the yeah. naga has to let go for a second. Mate sometimes eats small snakes and lizards and things, and like the tip of the naga's tail that's like wrapped around some part of this raft looks like a little little garter snake or whatever. That you yell to go for the scalp, but Mate goes for that, and the naga kind of like twitches away in, impulsively, like twitches away the you tail. You have to pinch them on the tail if you can get it. <laughs> so the the tail comes off the raft, but then the current just takes this like vortex of water, and the naga starts floating on down the river. Is that the end of a round? Yes. Okay. So the Naga has now moved short range from the raft because of the current. Yep. Tomas. Like, he, he gets back up from the... Has been partially healed by Hepa. Wasn't as bad as I thought. He's going to try. He's going to take your kill shot is what he's going to do. <laughs> Go for it. Like, a Vortex well, shows up in front of him, he's healing. Also, Mate spends these two advantages to take an extra maneuver himself, to land on the rope, and just call it... Pixie Dragon! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Tomas, let's see what you got. It's short range. Good news! And adversary. Bad news. I mean, this is the spell he does all the time, though. Maybe it's his signature spell. It's true. So that has one range defense. Tomas has four intelligence. Tomas is rolling three greens and a yellow versus a red and a black. He's got a wand. Does the wand give him some benefit? The wand does give him a benefit. And we will see that benefit if this succeeds. Oh, okay. Stands up. He doesn't even necessarily stand up. He's probably still collapsed against the the cart. One hit. He was just doing the basic attack. He was doing the basic attack, but his attacks come with burn. But he doesn't have the advantages to trigger the burn. But the wand does add to the base damage of the spell. And so his one success is actually eight damage. So he hits with his little fire missiles. And that naga collapses, still caught up in a vortex. And then the very next round, that vortex dissipates because it was only two rounds. Yeah, I'm not planning to. Oh, I forgot it was two. Yeah, I'm not planning to try to maintain a vortex. And combat is over. Because certainly the Beard and Henrik can deal with these two guys here. And Tomas! Well, Tomas is focused on. That's true. Not the biggest threats. Tomas and the Knot, and Knots were, were taking care of the, 
Denial. I mean, I think that went about as well as it could. I mean, it went great for us. So, combat is over. Roll to recover strength! <laughs> you have a triumph on that roll, honey. Yeah. Everyone saw Trick and Hepa shoot up the Nagas that were just in the reeds, though. Okay. Oh, in case there was any question that we didn't do anything. So, like, the two human criminals on that raft are cuffed and put into the wagon, <laughs> which is right there. And then, like, while Henrik is taking care of that, Knots and the Beard are, like, pulling the raft... Oh, against the... Against the current, so that they can get to your side. And, um... What about these Nagas that are in the water? We pull them out? I mean, I think they're sort of human, or sort of people-like, so we might as well... We're not stone-cold killers. No, they were enemy combatants, as you say. We'll pull... Try to pull we, them in. We can pull them out if you want to pull them out. Okay. Oh, that's what this is. Okay. I mean, they're people. <laughs> they're people. I can see their insides. <laughs> and they make perception checks. To find them? In the reeds. Okay. Two purples and a red. I will definitely have Mate help me on this one. I did okay. not succeed. So, two threats. You are going to now be subjected to the mud collar yourself. Which is a little better than the strain, actually. I have a. Failure with one threat and a triumph. Okay. We'll get to you in a moment, so remember that result. You are being attacked, Lex. Do you have range defense? Oh, yeah, I do have one. You're reach, elf, Because elf. I'm an elf. So please roll two yellows against your purple and a black. That is what the mud splats are doing. Okay. Triumphant success. They got triumphant success? Yeah, they did. And a threat. <laughs> How many successes? So two. So So they were doing and, five damage. But I have soak. Okay, so two. Yeah, they're gonna crit you. They're tired of these elves stepping on them. <laughs> Get critted by a mudslinger. Mud crawler? Please. <laughs> I'm gonna say mudslinger. Tarnishes my reputation. I'm gonna tarnish a lot more than that. It's fair. There's <laughs> been multiple crits distributed in this battle. Alright. Twenty-six. Discouraging. <laughs> you know what? I am tired. Now I'm covered in mud. Discouraging word. Flips over a story. Oh, and I have a crit. And I, you know what? I'm done. It's I'm a, just going to sit down. Crit. It's a level one crit. Yes. At this point, screw it. So, mud comes splattering at you. If you want to say narratively, you end up uh, sitting back down. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, being like. Just in the mud. Yeah, I'm just like. I don't even care. Throw mud at me. Why is everything so hard in the reeds? Trick, you... I meet the master mud crawler. You failed to find any evidence of the Naga. That's auspicious. Did you have a threat here? I have one threat and a triumph. Do you have ideas regarding triumphs? Maybe you can find something else. Maybe you can find a sword that they dropped. No, we found no evidence. Uh because you failed the perception check, so I can't... Yeah, it's, it seems almost silly, but if the Nagas were hired, we could find the money that they had stashed here. It's not directly tiable to the Nagas, but they might not have put it on their person. They might have hit it in the mud where only they could find it. That's a possibility. I don't necessarily want to make it loot, but... How about we say that you find the Nagas campsite? So Ooh. you're looking through this okay. reeds and you're not finding the two Naga that you guys shot down here. Right. 
And so, you know, you start looking further afield to be like, did they get away? Like, and going further down the river along the reedy section, you find what is clearly their campsite. Okay. Which they are not at. So this suggests they have left. Because if they were injured and dragging themselves to their campsite, is a reasonable place for them to have gone. Right. So it could just be their bodies have gotten washed down the river. Or devoured by mudcrawlers. Or devoured by something. Or maybe that having taken lots of injury, they cut their losses and ran. Yeah. Another thing I will tell you, like since you've triumphantly found their campsite, Naga live above water. They have snake-ish bodies, but they actually cannot breathe underwater. That's what they're a shallow water creature. So their homes and things like that in their communities are in swamps and things like that, but are not submerged. So you find things here that communicate, yes, Nagas are people. You know, like normal campsite stuff, like castasides from meals and... Fire tongs. Um, <laughs> letters. A little locket with a picture of a loved one. <laughs> another a couple of little snakes. And we will say that stuffed in among the stuff, there's like a little lockbox. Okay. That they did not recover. Another time. Another suggestion that they are either washed away or a flood. Yep. Just looks around. Make sure, you know, Henrik's not going to recover this from evidence. Well, it looks like Elric's getting paid. <laughs> so, it only contains 50 coins. This is probably right. not, like, the full thing that they were promised. It's probably just, like, the seed money or whatever. Yeah. Like, the deposit. So, that is as much loot as you're going to get out of this. No, that's completely reasonable. But you got knowledge, so... Uh, and I will take a strain just to slog it through the mud. I have to dodge a couple mud crawler slings. I found if you just stop moving... It's true. You won't step on them. You just sit down... Meanwhile, the raft is slowly making it its way against oh. the current, and it gets to the bank and dragged up so the cart can come off. Tomas is pretty badly hurt. Henrik is rather awesome. injured. Yeah. Knotts does not seem to really mind the injury he has taken. But are you just going to keep sitting in the mud, or are you going to go examine exciting human wounds? Second wind. Because it's a new encounter. She's going to rally because it's medicine. That's a good idea. Trick <laughs> should do that too. What was he going to do for his second wind? You were snacking on foods previously? You know what? I'm at a do campsite. You, do you take snacks from them? Ooh, yes. <laughs> I do take snacks from them. Wait, were you thinking the snack would be the insult after the 50 gold? Um, 50 coins and some fish. Okay. I had been going to say like crickets or something, but... I think it makes sense if they put out fish. Dried mice. Mm. I mean, made for you to snack on some of that. Okay, seeing that it's open game on the snacks, Nate goes for the collection of crickets there, and you take a string of fish. You know, rekindle this campfire. <laughs> you just set up camp in their home. This is not a bad spot. <laughs> for the Nagas. Well, the Nagas aren't here anymore. Okay. Hepa, Tomas is, like, close to passing out. Yeah, I'm going to start with him. He doesn't have strain, it's all just wound damage. Is that for, for, for him? him okay. Yeah, because he's a rival. So they have gotten the raft there, and Henrik, although he is injured, like he's kind of still in charge. Right. And he knows that you're 
a healer because of his previous association. Yeah, because I told him before, and I think I did heal a couple of his men, but not him because he was too busy. (laughs) Yeah, so he's kind of like, are you going to treat Tomas like on the raft, or should we move Tomas, or... He can walk, right? Tomas is badly injured. Right. Let me just do on the raft. No, good point, she says. Treat him on the raft. Okay, so I'm starting with the regular one, and then I can still do the critical, which will be a little bit harder, right? You should be dealing with his crit right now. Okay. You already cast healing on the wound that he took. Okay. And the thing that is endangering him is the crit. Okay, then I'll start with that. So is that three purples then? Or was it a Are you doing it magically or are you doing it with medicine? I was just going to use medicine. I'm still down a bit of strain, so... Three purples is the difficulty because he suffered a hard wound. I can still try magic if the medicine doesn't work. But... It's so much fun. You get to see stuff. I just have one threat and a success. Okay. So you open up like his robes and he's got one of those like blousy shirt type things. This is when you learn that young mages are not all emaciated. Oh. Uh, for example. Well, yeah. When having have treated a... a similarly located wound on Catchem in the past. <laughs> Catchem was taking Dapper in Cap, which was killing his sense of taste. So uh, this is a well-fed young mage. And you, like, stitch up. Like, you did some magical healing on him, but obviously it didn't fix everything. And so you have removed his at-the-brink crit. Okay. And the only other thing that you can do for him, I would say, would be a medicine check. Because you already did magical healing on his injury. And then I did the critical. And then a a medicine check, you said? Yeah. Just as, like, another way to to heal him. Okay. So, yeah. I'm happy to do another medicine check for healing him. All right. But that's just two because that's just normal. He's over half. So it is two. Okay. So three successes and three advantages. So you have advantages on this. You could use them for, like, information, knowledge, chatty stuff. As you are working on somebody who just completed an internship under Reza at the House of Light. So if there's questions you want to ask him to engage him about anything related to his internship, I would allow you to spend those advantages for that purpose. Or if you need strain or something, that's up to you. I do need strain. Do I want knowledge that bad? Yes. (laughs) Curiosity. But what would I want to know about that? The House of Light... If you just want to essentially say, like, you guys chat about healing techniques and, and stuff like that, that's fine. Like, we don't we don't need to engage in conversation. Yeah. I mean, she's still a little bit curious. I mean, she'd asked him about what it's like to cast magic. I mean, if you ask him questions now about casting healing magic, because before you had talked about, like, he cast the fire missiles and you asked him about that. If you want to ask him about healing magic. Yeah, I guess I could ask him if he's ever been... So the thing she's curious about is if it feels different to cast for him to cast healing magic versus the missiles. And also if it felt different when she cast healing on him versus if he's ever been healed. Ah, okay. She's never been healed. She should get hurt. She's never been magically healed by a human. Tomas has been healed by human healing magic before. Was um, it the same kind of wound? or This was the first uh, Naga-induced wound he had <laughs> ever received. She meant a cut. but <laughs> And you took it very well. He doesn't know that it feels any different. He was in a whole lot of pain, and you healed stuff. Right. Like So the pain is kind of like blanketing the system. Right. 
But he does remark on how, like, there was no flash of light, and that was strange. And <laughs> she's like, no, it's strange that there's light. Why is there light? He himself is not capable of doing healing magic. He learns some things about it, but he's still only an initiate, and he has only learned arcane spells. And the light-faced magic, while it draws from the same energy source as the arcane magics, is not a technique that is taught to uh, low-level students. And if he decides to become a white mage after his naming ceremony and like year of challenge, then at that point he would be like introduced into like the secrets of how to use that magic. And, and Tomas's perspective is like, he's too young and inexperienced to learn that kind of magic right now. It could too easily go, you know, awry and you could end up accidentally hurting somebody instead of healing them. Better just stick with fire. <laughs> <laughs> Better to deliberately hurt people. <laughs> so he toes the party line there about, right. we don't want to learn things that's not appropriate for us to learn. She needs to find somebody that wants to learn things that aren't appropriate and see if they can learn primal magic. I think you met that person already, and they're called Catching. Yeah, but he's <laughs> taking that brain cap, which cuts you off from primal magic. <laughs> it's true. Well, then we just have to kill his great-great-great-grandfather's lich ghost or whatever. And then we can see if he can... Yes. Because that's what I want to know. Or get somebody to teach her, try to teach her arcane, but it sounds like it takes a really long time. I mean, not relative to an elf. So then, yeah, she'll explain to him that the casting is different with elves. It's, there's never the light. Which is a surprise. She's still not sure where the light comes from. Does he know other spells? Do they have the light? There's always a flash of some sort in his experience. Okay. So it's not Um, just the healing magic. Magic is not the work of darkness and shadows. There's no need to hide what you are doing. He says that in a more naive voice than what I just used. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing the party light, I guess. GM Jennifer here. Once again, units from the video game informed NPCs in this arc. Tomas was a perfect vehicle for leaking more information on Kachin. He is very much based on the basic human mage. The Nagas at the ambush were based on the basic Naga fighter, except for his lek, the Naga Myrmidon. Even the environmental hazard of the Mudcrawler was from a video game unit. The fun part of Knots and the Beard, for me, was getting to show off Genesis talents that my players would never take. However, they are the rare characters in this campaign not drawn from a Westnoth unit. As far as I know, there are no dual sword wielders or axe and shield fighters among the human units. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, Visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Wesna by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West. Licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge 
is experience.